most people find our health system inscrutable, like a puzzle box that won't open unless you know the right combination of moves. It's a baffling, deeply flawed system when any of us become patients and caregivers. Baffled Health is Health2 Resources podcast series about real people totally bewildered on their healthcare journey. I'm Sandy Maw, and today we accompany Sophie from Savannah, Georgia on her Baffled Health journey, 25 years old. Sophie was driving to Nashville to celebrate the 4th of July a few years ago. She and a friend had plans to go to the Hot Chicken Festival, but she started having stomach pain and feeling nauseous before she had any chicken. That night, things got worse, much worse. Bad enough to go to an emergency room the next morning. Here's how Sophie describes it. I was buckled over, you know, could hardly stand. I was pale and probably dehydrated from all the vomiting. And a doctor comes in, and I was the only one in there, you know, 7 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. And the doctor tells me, oh, honey, I know what's going on. Let's come back here. We'll, we'll take a look at things, and, um, you know, we'll get you sorted out. Getting sorted out, to Sophie's surprise, meant a pregnancy test and gynecology exam. The doctor interpreted her pain as a miscarriage, although a simple question or two would have ruled that out. Sophie had never had sex. The assumption that I got or that, that I felt that they were making is that I was just a, a young girl overreacting. I had never had a pain that serious, and that's the thing that I think was underestimated with all of the, the doctors that I saw, both male and female. There were some things in my, my medical records that had comments like that, you know, young girl seems to be in good spirit and experiencing pain. The pain and nausea were caused by appendicitis, not a rare diagnosis, but clinicians will tell you that appendicitis symptoms are notoriously inconsistent. Sophie was smack dab in the middle of the most common age range for it. IV medication didn't moderate her acute pain while she was still at the hospital, but the doctor diagnosed a urinary tract infection and sent her back to her friend's house. A few days later, Sophie's parents had to help her get home to Savannah. The pain was too severe to drive herself. Sophie then sought help from an urgent care center. This time, she was diagnosed with a kidney infection, but the symptoms persisted. So she went to an emergency room, this time in Savannah, a few days after that. My roommate took me, and she was convinced that I needed to have an ultrasound. This was my friend Dylan. She's my, she was my age. We were both 25. And she said, I think you need to have an ultrasound or something. They need to see what's inside of you. They don't, don't need to keep taking these blood tests. And little did we know that that was the most valuable opinion that I got in this whole ordeal. Because if I'd had an ultrasound at that point, they would have seen how inflamed my appendix was. But Sophie didn't have an ultrasound or any other scan. She had lab work, again. This time, the doctor said it might be kidney stones, but the urine test didn't confirm it. He concluded it was a kidney infection, again, and sent Sophie home with stronger pain meds and stronger antibiotics. By then, Sophie had missed weeks of her job. Still in pain, she headed back to work, but she didn't look like the old Sophie. Co-workers urged her to seek yet another medical opinion. This time, the urgent care doctor recognized the issue was serious. He used his word, we're going to cut you wide-ass open and just see what's going on in there. He was kind of a cowboy. Sophie spent the next two months recovering from surgery to clean out sepsis, the body's overwhelming and life-threatening response to infection that could lead to tissue damage, organ failure, and death. She lost part of her colon and had a colostomy bag for months. She suffered a serious blood clot complication. After all was said and done, it was a year before her system was clear of drugs, drains, and stitches, and she will take a blood thinner for the rest of her life. 
What baffles Sophie is that all of this could have been avoided if clinicians had just asked her about her lifestyle, about her health history, the headaches and painful periods that felt like nothing compared to this horrible, unbearable pain she felt now. Things could have turned out differently if there were more questions and fewer assumptions. They were making assumptions about my character and also my my situation, my sickness, that led them to misdiagnose me, not once by one doctor, but three times by three doctors. And I, I don't know how to fix that. And I don't know that that's necessarily the patient's job. That's, there should be checks and balances. There should be checklists of questions to ask people who are experiencing symptoms X, Y, and Z. Is it an assumption that a woman is overreacting to the pain? You know, that whole trope about hysteria in women. You know, I don't know what the issue is, and that's part of what's so baffling is, which is it? Is it because I have a uterus, or is it because you expect me to be hysteric? And when neither of those are the case, what are the checks and balances to make sure that it's not something else? What has you baffled? Listen for more baffled health stories about the journey to find care, the headache of paying for care, the puzzle of figuring out who's in charge of your care. Thanks for listening to Baffled Health.